Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got Don McLean hanging with us for our first hour. Ooh, so much to talk about today. Um, first, let us just say that our thoughts, thoughts and prayers are with the family of the uh, Richfield student uh, who was fatally shot in a school shooting yesterday. Uh, 15-year-old uh, Jamari Rice uh, was killed. Another student was critically injured after shots were fired just outside uh, South Education Center on Penn Avenue South. This was yesterday. I know there was a... Um, uh, a candle candlelight vigil held mm-hmm. last night following that so um you know uh, investigations going on and we do know that they they do have two suspects in custody yeah um following search warrants where initially when this, this report initially broke yesterday they had not yet apprehended the suspects and so so that's happened we don't know the details exactly this happened outside um, outside of the South Education Center mm-hmm. in Richfield, and we don't know, we don't know a lot about it other than the fact that it's a tragic death, of course. Um, but you know, we don't know about these suspects and who they are. Were they fellow students? Did this just so happen to take place outside of a school? Because sometimes we hear school shooting, and we all obviously we start back at Columbine mm-hmm. and remember students uh. within your own school drawing weapons. Um, so more details will come about this, but just a really awful, I, awful headline. It feels so awful for the parents. I actually, someone who works here, one of their kids goes to school there. So we were in the middle of the day yesterday and like panic oh, wow. set in. Oh gosh. And yeah. uh, Governor Tim Waltz issued a statement saying that, you know, obviously uh, hearing of a school shooting is a parent's greatest fear. So uh, the that school I believe is... Uh, uh, school is canceled for the next couple of days but yeah anyway just wanted to you know put that out there and and the love and you know for for the families mm. yeah um, though, though if, if you want updates throughout the day you know kstp.com of course who is just downstairs from yep. our studio and they're great at you know yeah they'll keep you up to website. date um on all of that especially parents who have any sort of concern obviously that gets um that gets activated by something like this so kstp.com can give you the latest on that meanwhile we will do what we always do which is try to entertain you for the better part of three hours uh hey hey happy groundhog day oh thanks steve same to you what'd Thank you get you. me how did you celebrate yeah what did you um well the celebration begins now Where's our air horn? I don't know if it does, though. No, because it's six more weeks of six winter. Six more weeks of winter. Shocking. I also saw a model that said uh, the the coldest air should be heading our way in the month of February. So, you know, January was kind of tough. I think we ended up with 17, 16 or 17 days that went below zero at some point. And I think February could be colder. I don't know. I'm not a meteorologist. Then why'd you bring it up? I'm just trying to get the conversation going. (laughs) I don't know much. You know that it is my dream to report from there. And I think it might come true next year. Jason might be able to help. From Pennsylvania? From Yeah, from Gobbler's Knob. I'm obsessed with it. Oh, my brother has gone a few times. Who? My brother, Drew. I asked Twin Cities Live if they could send me years ago, and it felt like there were some positive vibes around it, but then it never did happen. Well... I, I love that see movie. Me on the Jason Show next year. Oh wow! For Eric, I hope. 
because B. Arthur won't pay for it here. Of course not. Sorry, so cheap. Just no, yeah, she's she's witch lady when it yeah, comes to money. Yeah, she's terrible. You know, they're like, no, you can't do that. Would that be fun? That would be a fun thing. People would get oh, energized. No, yes. you guys have been trying to broadcast from Disney World for like fifteen years. <laughs> All they got you were some knockoff Mickey heads, and they're still in our prep room, and they're <laughs> horrifying. That is, it's not ones, Mickey and Minnie. It's oh. it's Ricky. Ricky's one of them, and he and looks Winnie. like he's got a rap sheet. <laughs> Ricky and Winnie. <laughs> um, so, how far is that from where you grew up, Steve? Donna, thank you. I didn't know if you'd go there or not. As you rub psoriasis cream on your elbows, uh-huh. good vision on Wednesday. <laughs> I. Um, That's how I celebrate. It's closer to Pittsburgh. <laughs> you moisturize on Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah. It's um, close to Pittsburgh? It's closer it's, to Pittsburgh. Oh, that's where Steve's from. Well, not really. I mean, it's in Pennsylvania, but it's like four hours away. Oh. Okay. Um, I think it's closer to town? Philly. You want to fly into Philly. No, you want to fly into Pittsburgh. No, really? Yeah, for sure. All right, I got to find this Well, it now. can't be that far because my brother drove there from Jersey. Well, I know. Somewhere in PA... But that's what makes me think, all right, guys, I'm going to figure this out. You guys stand down, okay? Or you okay. can just trust me. No. Trust Dawn. She's done a lot of research on this. Dumb. This will I've fill a minute. I've looked up the flights. Really? Mm. All right, let me, I got to find out where it is in my home state. Now this is sort of embarrassing that I don't know. Just take me to Punxsutawney, Google Maps. Jeez. Punks. Uh, oh, but, I spelled it wrong. And what there is the go. knob thing? What is Gobbler's, Gobbler's knob. knob? Is that the name of a park? Or that what? is the area wow. that they. Yeah, it's a big uh, area. It's a section of. That's where all the crowd forms. They have celebrations for. Three I tell days. you what, I Dawn. Mean, first and foremost, let me interrupt with this apologize. important update. What you are correct. Okay. And this is horrifying for me to learn this. <laughs> that I lived. Hang on. Now An this hour? is this is gonna really. Chap my behind. Wow, I can't believe you've never gone. I live, oh my gosh, I grew up 58 miles from there. Yeah. Oh, And I never went. Yeah, 45 minutes. Groundhog Day is one of my favorite movies of all time. In my head, it was always on the other side of the state near Philly where everything happens. (laughs) Ah, dang it. I hope that the Jason show sends you. By that point, I'll be... um. I'll be out of, out of you know all my my contract holdups. They can send me with you. Let's can they send oh, both of us? I don't know if you need to clamber on to my dream. <laughs> I don't know if we need to. Oh, know. speaking of, can I ask you about a dream? Oh God, here we go. Yeah, sure. Okay, so yesterday, this is really weird. Do I have time for this now? I'm going to save this. Okay. Okay. We'll save it for things that make you go huh? I'm going to save it for right after the break. <laughs> um, I oh. had a dream that involved me singing jingles a cappella mm-hmm. to a big group of people trying to get a big corporate sing-along oh my okay oh, God, and then an impression like that did not nightmare. go over well at all i'll tell you what happened <laughs> okay. um that and then also this we're talking about groundhog day we've got a lot of entertainment stuff coming your way today uh, how long do you think bill murray's character from the iconic movie groundhog day was stuck in that day what do you think it was was it a month so a month and a half? Was it longer? Hmm. I'll tell you what the writers had to say, and it will blow your mind. That next on Don and Steve. Yeah, you say you'll work out in the morning. Then I'll get to it this afternoon. Definitely after dinner. And it never happens. I know, it's hard to stay motivated, and that's why I tell people, join the Y. They've got group exercise classes that give you fun, fitness, and 
accountability. Peer pressure, I love it. Yeah, you get cardio, strength classes, yoga, and a bunch more. Get $5 enrollment if you join the Y by February 10th and 25% off dues through April. Sign up at ymcanorth.org. Hello. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Things that make you go I had a weird dream last night. I took some melatonin, which always sends me into trippy, oh. trippy dreams. I take melatonin every night. Too. I can't. I cannot do that. Oh, man. Really? I like the ones that melt in your mouth. It makes me have terrible dreams that I can't wake up from. Oh, oh wow. Well, I had a dream. thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't terrible, but it was, it was peculiar. Uncomfortable? It was uncomfortable. It was a bit of a miss. I was in Santorini, by the way. Uh, like Santorini, the restaurant? Oh, no, no like, like the like oh. Italy. Oh, the, the 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 hills of Italy, right along okay. the sea. It's beautiful. I've been seeing a lot of Instagram ads recently. For um, I follow some Instagram accounts like crazy hotels and beautiful places oh, and sure. stuff like that. And Santorini has a couple of hotel situations that are just remarkable, really beautiful. Okay, so it was a place like that. Mm-hmm. And yesterday on our show, I um. We started singing jingles of some different gum companies, like Big Red, mm-hmm. Double Mint, Juicy Fruit. Okay. Mm-hmm. I see all these people gathered, and I look down and think, can I get them to sing along oh, to something okay. right now? As a big group sing, because there's nothing more powerful than group acapella voices. It could heal the world if ever <laughs> all 8 billion or whatever got together and sang the same damn chorus one time through Hey Jude and everything would be fine. But I'm not in charge. So I reach my head out and I say, guys, we're going to do Juicy Fruit. Juicy Fruit, it's going to move you. That one. And so I was had practiced it inside and was ready to come out and do it. And then I was like, oh, the crowd needs warmed up a little bit. I'll give them my go-to. What kind of crowd is this again? This is a crowd Corporate of people. Executives? Uh, no, like like rich Coachella people. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then I looked over and I was like, I need to warm them up, soften them up a little bit. They really don't know me. And so I then just went right into a whispered version, which is all I do of Owen Wilson. <laughs> no one could hear me. As I said, you're not oh. a bad dog. What are you talking about? They couldn't hear me because that's how loud I did it. I, and then Donna appears. Oh, and she's good. like, it's Owen Wilson. Hi. Like, like she's trying to support me there. It's Owen Wilson. Oh. And then I'm trying to get people to sing the Juicy Fruit jingle with me en masse on the cliffside of Santorini, Italy. Okay. It was not successful. <laughs> okay. Let me take a stab at this. Okay. Please do. Yeah. Um, you are... There are a lot of parts of yourself that you are unfamiliar with or they seem foreign to you, okay? Yep. But you're not afraid of them, okay? it's uh, You're excited to meet this part of yourself. And uh, in as you're trying to do that, you're trying to create harmony between Mm. yourself and these people who Mm. are a foreign part of yourself that you don't really know. So it's like something that you haven't necessarily achieved yet. Or tapped into. Tapped into, but you're trying Mm. to create harmony between these people inside of you that could make you feel more put together 
as a person. Oh, so all these different parts of you that make up one are yes, trying to come yes, together. Yes, yes, And then you have Donna, who is your subconscious mind. That's trying to help you along because she's a woman and she's your close friend. So she represents your subconscious <laughs> mind. So you're trying to, in these moments where you're trying to be this person that you're not really familiar with, um, you are using your subconscious mind to try to get there. And it has everything to do with creating harmony between these all everybody, all the Steves to come together. What do you think it means that he thinks Santorini is in Italy? Uh, mm, well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, all right. When okay. it's actually in Greece. In now, an may island? I say something? Right. Um, I think it's an island. I only know this because there was a Greek restaurant called yeah. Santorini that I loved. Yeah. Uh, maybe Wait. there is in Italy. I don't know. No. 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 There is a site. There is a the a it's site a on small the internet. Greek islands. Yeah. Santorini, Italy tourism. That being said, when you click on Santorini, if maps are to be believed, and frankly, you got to question everything, it is not in Italy. Mm. Sorry, I blew up. I think it's yeah. An Did you island. see the click on any image of Santorini, and do you see the beautiful how it's these this city? built into the cliffside yes. you'll see it and it's remarkable and the and the, the ads on instagram are boy greece i never thought i'd visit there but this will be exciting. Oh, oh greece is supposed to be gorgeous with that landscape with that backdrop you are specifically trying to get into a frame of mind of relaxation oh. and peace so that also has to do with this it's a foreign part of you to actually be relaxed and peaceful because probably your mind's always going a mile a minute. Look, here's what we all, here's the takeaway. All right. Wow. First of all, our, our, yes, our <laughs> acapella uh, version of Juicy Fruit and the Big Red Jingle yesterday yeah. slayed. They were up. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious ready to eat meals. You know, I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never frozen meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved, and get this all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Unbelievable. We've got a lot of calls, a few letters, tons of emails about oh, them. So thank you already. guys. Um, <laughs> we must have dropped it off at the front. Here's yeah. the other thing. <laughs> Follow like fancy hotels or beautiful destinations. Pick an account. I don't even know what the name of the accounts are that I follow. They were recommended and then I follow them. It does give you some beautiful 
inspiration for, you know, oftentimes we can get locked into, oh, it's time for a vacation or we want to plan a big vacation. And we just think of the go-tos, maybe Mexico or the Caribbean or something like that. I have found this is not giving me um, uh, like jealousy. It's giving me inspiration of that would be a fun place to save up for and to have a trip that takes me to Santorini. Or another beautiful place like yeah. Fiji or something like that. I'd like to try a couple of splashy vacations before too long. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, me too. I went on a Mediterranean cruise. Speaking yeah. of Greece, that was one of the greatest trips of my life. It was so beautiful. Every day you wake up and you're somewhere new that is beautiful. Italy, France. You don't France. have to worry then, about flying or getting there. You're oh, also having a good time as you travel. Yes. And then we even did an overnight. The boat just, uh, the ship just docked for an overnight, and we were in Spain, and it was just lovely. It was just lovely. And then you just get out and realize so many different parts of the world look so different than the part of the world that I'm used to. Mm. And you realize we're all living in the same space. You Floating. Ghosts are everywhere. Oh, <laughs> okay, Everybody has a different take. He goes floating. We're floating in space. We, we Dawn are. goes to really the ghost. <laughs> and you started basic, Donna. We're just we're breathing the same air. I know. I'm just like, yeah, we're all looking Good. at the same moon every night. Back to space. How long do you think <laughs> Bill Murray's character in the movie Groundhog Day was trapped in that day before he could break oh, through this is good. Uh, and get together with Andy McDowell? One week. No, it's more than one week because there are probably, I don't know, 20 different wake-ups in the movie. Oh, I maybe don't remember more. this movie. It, it didn't okay. really do it for me. Donna, you got to try it again. Okay. Well, this I time without say, your attitude. Um, I would say because the groundhog part only takes place once a year and they do multiple scenes of him. Oh, so I it's got to be years. years. I'll say uh, 12 years. 12 years. And why do they never age? They're stuck in the same day. Oh. <gasps> Donna, Over you, okay, years. you for okay, sure yeah. need well, to watch I don't this like all again. this cerebral movie watching stuff. It's, this this is, is so fun. Groundhog Day is not cerebral. Right, it's a fine. fun, you need to try it again. All right, I'm sorry. You Today would be a great day to do it, Donna. In the movie, no one knows how long Bill Murray's character Phil was stuck in the same day, but director Harold Ramis said it was probably 30 to 40 years. But in the oh. original script, Whoa. he was looping for 10,000 years. Oh, wow. They scaled it down to 30 to 40 years, but wow, that's so much longer than I thought it was happening. That was a good move. Oh, boy. Good move. All right, good night, guys. Bye. No, Kalina Bradley coming in. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo-wee. Are we playing Millennial X Games later today? You're darn right we are. All right. We got the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh, Millennial X Games 1130. College of Pop Culture Knowledge, 1030. And then a question at 1015 for everyone. If you could, and you can email us this answer now if you would like to, or tweet us. If you could get free annual admission to a big event, hmm. what would it be? Could be the Super Bowl. Could be NASCAR. NASCAR. Could be uh, the Grammys. Could be the Oscars. It could be... The Queen's jub- Jubbly. <laughs> Not Jubbly, Donna. More on that later. Jub- jubbly. <laughs> More on that in 15 okay. minutes. Um, but anyway, you can email us your answers. That coming up at 10.15. Okay, that sounds fun. Okay. Um, not so fun. Whoopi Goldberg has been suspended by ABC's The View. 
uh, in case you haven't heard, I don't know how you couldn't have, but she had made some controversial comments on Monday about the Holocaust in response to a local school board banning a, a graphic novel. And ABC News President Kim Goodwin announced the decision in a note to staff on Tuesday night saying, well, Whoopi has apologized and they thought it was important for her to be able to go on The View yesterday and apologize. She has asked her to take time to reflect and learn about the impact of her comments. Uh, the entire ABC News organization stands in solidarity with our Jewish colleagues, friends, family and communities. That's what Kim um, Godwin said. Um, here is what Whoopi said yesterday in her apology. So yesterday uh, on our show, I misspoke. I said something that I feel a responsibility for not leaving unexamined because my words upset so many people, which was never my intention. And I understand why now. And for that, I am deeply, deeply grateful because the information I got was really helpful and helped me understand some different things. I said that the Holocaust wasn't about race. And it was instead about man's inhumanity to man. But it is indeed about race because Hitler and the Nazis considered Jews to be an inferior race. Now, words matter and mine are no exception. I regret my comments, as I said, and I stand corrected. I also stand with the Jewish people as they know and y'all know because I've always done that. Okay, so two weeks, she'll be gone. And um, I'm sure they're going to have her, you know, talking with people, which I believe she already has done. I know they had somebody on from the Anti-Defamation League. Mm -hmm. And that gentleman, Jonathan Greenblatt, uh, Greenblatt said uh, that she's been a longtime ally of the um, ally of the Jewish community. And her apology is very much welcome. So, okay. I get, you know, one of her, one of the things was she doubled down on this at some point and said, well, they're both white, two groups of white people, which I mean, there's room to learn and understand, you know, I I can understand where she's coming from because you think race, you automatically think, you know, white people and people of color. Right. Somebody, I saw a Twitter response to that critique saying that is that is a very American way of viewing race. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, you know, you know, in we live in America, right? You you don't know what you don't know, kind of a thing. You you, you grow up, you got all these factors that impact or influence what you think or what you know. Um, I, you know, I go back to this too. I, I just saw an entertainment reporter out of LA, Sam Rubin, uh, asking on Facebook, he from KTLA saying, Hey, do you think this was the right choice that ABC management made? And I remember, I actually look, I'm, I'm happy that I don't ever have to make these decisions. Um, but I go back to NBC canceling Megan Kelly today after the blackface controversy that happened on her show, where it was Megan Kelly in a, a white panel and she was asking the question essentially of like, was blackface, if I went to a college party back in the day in blackface as a specific character, was that racist? And then she had that and she got backlash to the point of the show within about 48 hours, I believe, was gone. Where And then they reassigned her entire staff. She came out and apologized. 
um, the next day. And so I'm just throwing that out there as a another time that we've seen comments, controversial comments, perhaps uneducated comments regarding race. And networks can get really serious about what they want their response to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, if they didn't make that move, it would be so much worse for ABC. I think. Mm. I mean, she's been suspended. She hasn't been canceled. Right. Right. And I, yeah. And I always think that we always, we want, we want, uh, changed hearts, not silenced voices. You know, that's the more powerful thing. And so, uh, yeah, sounds like Whoopi is, you know, doing the right things to figure out and, and, and realizing the importance of, and kind of the scary thing always for us, right? When you're working on a microphone all the time is like words matter. They really, they really matter. Well, especially in a talk format like you, I, uh, I mean, it, one slip of the tongue and you're, yeah, you know, it's hard. I mean, and she's talking every single day, um, five days a week for an hour about very hot topics, right? Mm-hmm. Very sensitive material. Yeah. So I, I give those ladies a lot of credit in that respect. Now. I am reading a book about the Holocaust right now. That's right. The Tattooist of Auschwitz, which is a it's a novel, but it's based on a true story. There were certainly some creative liberties taken, which the author tells you up front. Um, It is great. It is um, good. Great is a weird word to use for any book about the Holocaust, but it is it's riveting. It is interesting. There is a love story within within the walls of a of Auschwitz i mean of a prison camp um and you you know it's funny when you read a book this will sound like i'm high but <laughs> it's funny when you read a book because everything is in print so when you have a movie the score comes in they can they can force your emotion one way you know they can really manipulate that on a visual medium when you're reading a book Every sentence is in print in the same way that the sentence after it is and the sentence before it. And so sometimes I marvel at the fact that just you read one more line and then boom, this person is, their life has changed or they're gone or this just happened. Oh, sure. And it's like, it keeps me from skimming in a book or trying to speed read too much because then I think... I could blow right by a really critical just one sentence. That's funny you say that because I'm trying to read the way that you have said, like instead of reading word for word and saying the word in your head, Mm -hmm. to look at it in chunks or whatever, and you could still absorb the material. But I feel like I'm missing a really poetic description of something when I do that. I think that you probably do. A little bit. There's, there's got to be some give and take, and that has to do with. They say the thing that slows us down with reading. The number one thing is subvocalization, which is where, as you read something in your head, you are pronouncing it, which oh. slows you down because your brain is actually capable of taking in information far faster than you reading it. Which is, by the way, often why reading a book is a lot quicker than listening to the book on Audible. Sure. Um, but so they say one of the tricks you can do is move your tongue like rhythmically up against the roof of your mouth or you could count just like one two three four five very quietly as you read and then what happens is the sub vocalization thing that's happening in your mouth and in your head that connection breaks okay and then they say as time goes on 
these speed reading apps help you to read two words at a time, then four words at a time, then chunks of the sentence, then the whole sentence. And then when they get up there in these speed reading things, they're taking like paragraphs. They highlight it for you for about four seconds. Boom, to the next paragraph. Boom, oh. to the next paragraph. And that's how people elevate to true speed readers. I am taking my time. That being said, I think I'm at around page 200 on this already. Wow, Steve. Are you kidding? That's well, amazing. No, no, but I think they're smaller pages. I do think they're smaller but pages. But you said it's only 300 pages long. I think it's, a, yeah, like 280. And so it's... Wow. It is, it, it's, it's, it's captivating. Wow. Uh, and I have to tell you, it just reminds you of just the utter, utter heartbreak that people went through during the Holocaust in prison camps. And I'm taken by the amount of times that the lead character, Lael, that's whose perspective we're hearing the story from, the amount of times that he has to sort of bite his lip, bite his tongue, as he's getting mistreated by people who are in a position of power over him in the context of this prison camp. But he has to do it because his number one goal, his goal alone is staying alive and living a life outside of this prison camp one day. And so much mistreatment that happens. And then not to mention the heart-wrenching things like the crematorium, uh, him seeing them open a van and then just dead bodies fall out into a pile and then he has to go and find uh, a specific tattoo on somebody's arm because they tattoo people's arms mm -hmm. that's why he's the tattooist mm -hmm. and so they had a confusion about a number and they before somebody went into the crematorium they needed to know is this prisoner 5247 or is it there are two 5247s and we need to figure out who's who and he had to come and determine a tattoo typo on a dead body oh, God. that was about to be put into a crematorium. And so there's this heart-wrenching side of it where you just think, I mean, just oh, my so brutal. Then this other side of it where I kept thinking, it was so bizarre how the um, how there was such an order to the prison structure that they had there where they were keeping tabs and numbering them and all of that. I just didn't even understand that side of it. It's just, it's a brutal read, yet there is a love story in the midst of it, and there's a story of hope and small signs of people in the midst of immense struggle, finding community with one another, living through something with other people, finding connections, and so it is It is a tough read, but it is a very captivating, um, it's a captivating read. The book, again, is called The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Thanks for tuning in, where talk is fun. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> no, but if you're enjoying no, it, I mean, that's... if you could learn something from it, I'm just kidding. But and I tell you sounds what, really great. And I cannot tell every day now, I just keep getting more and more messages on Instagram of people who have read it and mm. say, oh my gosh, so good. Oh my gosh, this was great. I love this book. You got to read the follow-up book. I mean, it's it's a whole thing. So. Have you read The Kite Runner? You know, I tried that a few years ago. <sighs> and I probably got two-thirds of the way through. I liked what I was reading, but I never did finish it. Mm. Too slow? Just never sunk into it enough. Okay. I get it. I forgive you. Thank you, Donna. Oh, we're ready. We got to take a break, <laughs> but we're going to come back. Woo! Uh, when we do, let's talk about the Queen's Jubilee. <laughs> I'd rather we not. <laughs> I will explain. It's quite humorous when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Good morning. Hi. Welcome back to the show. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment.
Let's get right to this. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Well, check this out. I feel like this happens more than than people realize. There has been a translation error that resulted in thousands of souvenirs marking Queen Elizabeth's Platinum Jubilee rather than the Platinum Jubilee. It is spelled Jubilee mm. like bubbly instead of J-U-B-I-L-E-E. Where can I get my wow. hands on some of these items? Funny you should ask, because they are available. There's over 10,000 mugs, tea <laughs> sets, decorative plates, all meant to mark the monarch's 70-year reign. It features an illustration of the queen surrounded by images of her in, co- in a you know coat of arms, and then this misprint. Mm, that's a close one. <laughs> I just so, love it. So, so close, but so far. Huh? So funny. The CEO of this this company, his name is Carl Baxter. He has stepped in to try to sell the full stock for nearly $44,000. And his pitch is for a reseller to turn the supply and make some cash and a potential profit of nearly $400,000. Where, you know, you've got this gimmick factor now where he's saying things like, um, you can have a plate smashing contest. Take up mm. plate spinning as a hobby. Have a dangerous game of Frisbee. Mm. He, his mm. thought is that, you know what, there's a market for everything, as Dawn McLean has would just like, proved. I would like some, but I'm not buying the whole lot because you don't have time to ship all that stuff. No, I think, somebody, your job. I think somebody needs to buy the whole lot and then sell it to us. Oh, oh. yeah, okay. I feel like this yeah, is yeah. not the first time this has happened. Yeah, I think Jumbling. it's happened before. But, but not with that word. No, it could be like a picture yeah. or someone's missing, you know? Yeah. It's amazing. I, Some, I don't know. If you rush to get something out to order, I guess things can sort of slip slip right on by. You're not doing your quality control. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're know. greedy. Donna. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I have an, uh, a Groundhog Day thing that I'd like to mention. Somebody emailed us. We were talking about Groundhog Day earlier. It's February 2nd. Winter's going to last forever. Sorry, you can go back to bed. The movie was actually filmed in Woodstock, Illinois, which is right outside of Chicago. He said uh, this from Cassie. Cassie said, I learned this after we lived there for a few years, and the town square looked oddly familiar. And she did a little digging and found out, wait a minute, they didn't shoot. They should have shot that in Punxsutawney. They should have shot it in Punxsutawney. Yeah. Yeah. They should have shot Ozark in, at Lake of the Ozarks. Oh. Yeah, but none the wiser, right? I guess. Yeah. It's like I, mean, I said. I, I guess the town Punxsutawney isn't cute enough and charming enough. That's a bummer. Well, you'll find out next year when you are there live. Yeah. Uh, with the Jason show. I hope this happens, Don. Me too. It's, seriously, I know it sounds crazy, but I've always wanted wanted to do that. You know, I think it's cute. I think it's New, a great idea. New Jersey has a now. groundhog. 
And that groundhog uh, suddenly passed away. Yesterday. Did it? Yeah, Mel. Did it Donna, pass it's away? Not, you think it's a mafia Might hit? Might have been a hit. On Milltown Mel? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they had to cancel their events this year because Mel suddenly died. They announced his death on Facebook. I mean, it is Jersey. Said they couldn't find a replacement groundhog in time, so they had no choice but to cancel the event. The good news is they say Mel lived a pretty long life for a groundhog. His exact age isn't clear, but they only live around three years in the wild. So... I think these groundhogs, when they are chosen to be that groundhog, mm-hmm. it's it's a uh, you get a nice cushy life. Oh yeah, for three sure. years. He lives in the library. The library. The library. <laughs> library. <laughs> oh, somebody told me to cancel my Audible. Speaking of libraries, um, cancel my Audible membership, which was racking up. A new credit each month at the to the tune of sixteen dollars a month, just siphoning money out of me. They said cancel it, get a Libby subscription, Aww. and it connects through your library card. And apparently, it's free, right? It's free, and there are yes. a ton of titles. I feel like Elizabeth Reese told us about Libby. this once. Are you saying that because we call her Libby? No. I didn't even make that connection until right now. Maybe I was. <laughs> subconscious. Subconscious, Donna. So back to Donna thinking that Milltown Mel, the New Jersey groundhog, may have had a hit out on him. Is there a sort of Jersey underbelly to the groundhog society or furred animals in general that we're not aware of? You live there. Um, I plead the fifth. Oh, oh, I like to exercise my Fifth Amendment right. <laughs> <laughs> I did see something else that I have to tell you guys about. Okay. Simon Cowell did it again. He broke. Uh, he got injured in another e-bike crash. Remember in 2020, he broke right. his back, back in three places. Yeah. Right. He did it again. Not the back part, but he got into an accident. He had to go to the hospital. Uh, he broke his arm. He had blood all over his face. Oh, and my. he's doing okay. He's Slow. healing at home. But, dude. Slow down. Maybe get a pedal bike. Maybe wear a helmet. I would do that, too. This was last Thursday in London. He was going 20 miles per hour on a wet, uh, on a wet wode. What? <laughs> Baby talk Wednesday. And he slipped and he flew over the handlebars. I have done that before, just for the record. No. I'm just trudging along. I didn't realize that one handle was for the front brake and one handle was for the oh. back brake. I thought they just both worked in tandem, you yeah. know? That, we call that Urs over tea kettle. So I hit the front brake. Oh, man. Just Donna. the front brake. And you went Barnum and Bailey. I flipped right over the handlebars. Uh, I landed on my back on a sidewalk. I'm over by like Purgatory Park in Eden Prairie. And I'm like, uh, uh, and I'm just like moaning to myself. Do you have a helmet on? No. Okay. Donna. Too cool for that. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Take back that statement. I take it back. I'm just saying it to be controversial. Purgatory Park, by the way. It's a beautiful little park. They had a nice lake you can go around. Uh-huh. Wouldn't you What's like to have name? been a fly on the wall when they named it? Yeah. In that city council. Yeah. 
This one go with purgatory. I'll Google it. Yeah, is it because they couldn't decide anything else? Yeah, so they're, they're just like, stuck uh, with purgatory. Rousseau. We don't know. Oh, Don, you have done your duty for us today. Oh, Go and do other here. producer duties oh, that are off air. We'll bring in DJ Rock Dumpster live from his basement. Ray Chill, the <laughs> indie producer, will come in next. Uh, Lady A News next.